What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. All right, so let me start by saying that that fight was horrible. Um, probably one of the worst, um, you know, physical altercation things that happened on Housewives. I think. Um, I've ever seen um, close up there with the Portia Kenya situation on Atlanta, as well as the Gorga Gorga Judice fight on New Jersey. I don't know. This was really bad. Um, and what's even scarier is Monique seemed very calm. Um, for like calm, but like you know, violent at the same time, which was just not a good not a good sign. Um, I did post a poll on my Instagram if you follow me um, to see what you guys, what what side you guys are on. Um, and surprisingly, most people um, were um, kind of in the middle. Um, I had like almost 50-50 for both, but um, I should have shared the results. But I don't know why I didn't. But um, here's my thing. I'm very much so in the middle because um, Candace r- ran her mouth up until this moment. Um, very disrespectful. Um, I do believe she hits below the belt um, with a lot of her comments. Um, and she just doesn't know how to hold herself accountable. Um, but yet Monique, um, you know, I mean, Monique was obviously pushed, but um, no, nothing should ever lead to a physical fight, obviously. And um, I don't think that specific moment should have led to that. But I think it was definitely pent up from, you know, earlier episodes that we saw and um so here's what i got um so far the people that are on monique's side i saw was maybe just ashley um and then um on candace's side is giselle robin wendy um and then we have karen who's kind of in the middle and at first i didn't understand um why Karen was in a tough spot but now that the season has started and I've kind of seen the relationships a little bit more I do see how Karen is in kind of a tough spot um so it's it's kind of a tough situation because um yeah I just I don't think it ever should have gotten to that point um which is kind of just shitty but um you know it it happened and you know it's it's kind of a learning experience for everybody um I I'm interested to see what's going to happen, like the fallout of this, seeing um, where the alliances shift to, uh, you know, what's the, like, the, even watching the preview for next week's episode looks just crazy because I don't know how they're going to move forward from this. I don't know where to go from this. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll just kind of have to see. There were fighting words that were exchanged. Um, you know, Candace was egging her on a lot. Um, when I say her, I mean Monique. Um, she was egging her on a lot. Um, if you if you watch closely, I had to go back and watch it a couple of times. But um, and it's like I want to see it in slow mo because it's like it's so hard to see everything that's going on. There's like five producers that come in and pull them apart. All the women are screaming at each other, trying to pull them apart. Her hand like was like dead death grip on Candace's head, and it's like then she was hitting her, and then I saw like a glass fly. I don't know what was happening. Like, it was just so bad. And um, I we almost need to see it, like, from every angle. Like, I'm surprised that they only got it from that angle. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, there were fighting words that were exchanged. Um, 
And yeah, I mean, Candace is annoying and she has a mouth. I mean, we, we know this. We've been talking about this. Um, but, you know, it's it's kind of um, when this when this fight, when I saw this fight happen and when, everything leading up to it, what it really reminded me of was the whole Kenya and Portia situation um, from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Now, if you're a Housewives fan and you've watched Atlanta, you remember that fight that happened at the reunion that was, you know, one of the first times I think that Portia and Kenya uh, might have been the first reunion that they were on together. No, no, it was like the second or third. Um, and, uh, you know, Kenya was egging her on a lot and pushed Portia to the point of, of fighting her. And um, But then there was something really important that Kenya said um, afterwards, and I don't remember what it was verbatim, but I do remember that she said something along the lines of, you know, we are women and we fight with our words, not with our hands. And um, that that's just, I mean, I know that that's kind of like a simple statement, but like, if you think about that, like, you know, the women have to fight with their words. They can't fight with their hands um, because there's consequences, you know, um, and there's consequences for verbal fights too, but um, they're not as dire as the consequences for a physical fight, um, you know, because obviously this could mean that Monique is, um, you know, going to be released from the show, um, which, you know, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I'm just saying like, you know, there is consequences for actions and, um, yeah, I've always thought about that when Kenya said that, because it's like, no matter how far you push somebody, you know, as women and as men or whatever, you know, you're not children. You fight with your words and that's it. You can't go beyond that because once you cross that line, you can't go back. Um, so in this case, I would have to say that I am a little bit on Candace's side, um, only because I don't believe that it should have been taken to that point. Um, however, I do not condone what Candace did. It was, it was definitely a 50, 50, um, just because Monique, you know, threw in that first punch, um, not literally, but like just because she started that, um, you know, it, 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 it shouldn't have gone, it, it shouldn't have gone to that point. You know, when, when she said, drag me, drag me. And she said, do you want me to, do you want me to? It's like, you can't you can't say drag me drag me drag me and not expect somebody to just fucking drag you i mean i don't i don't it's not like it's not rocket science i mean if you're having a fight with somebody and you're telling somebody to hit you or whatever and you keep saying it over and over and over again i mean you're asking for it i mean it's it, it's it's definitely 50 50 for me i can't i can't say i'm 100 percent on monique's side i can't say i'm 100 percent on candace's side um y'all know how i feel about candace so i don't think i need to keep uh repeating myself here uh, moving on a little bit to what we saw um, further in the episode. Uh, I want to know, and I think Andy has brought this up before. I want to know why like Michael being bisexual or being whatever, polyamorous or whatever. I don't know why like that's being shamed. Most Mostly because like I don't know why him being bisexual would be a thing. Because people are like, does he like men? Does he like women? Does It's like, why is being bisexual, uh, you know... A problem or not a problem but like why is it such a scandalous topic you know like if he wants to be bisexual that's fine um and i think that's been talked about before on the show but i don't i don't i think the women need to be told that you know i, I don't think that um 
you know, there I remember Monique was saying like, this is like a repeat of last year. Like we all need to just stay out of each other's marriages. Like it's none of our business what goes on with Michael. Obviously when stuff goes out on social media, it can, it, it can be discussed, you know, but um, you know, what goes on behind their doors is Ashley's business. And like I discussed last week with you guys, um, it was very hard for them to have that conversation on camera because their life is so public now. And, um, a lot of stuff has happened between Ashley and Michael. And so it's hard to kind of um, pave their road for them. You know, they, we have to just sit back and watch and kind of, you know, I, I don't know what I'm trying to, I don't even know what my point is here. I just, I just know that, I know that Michael uh, being bisexual, even if he is, even if it's not, is not an issue and shouldn't be an issue and shouldn't be talked about with the insinuation that it is an issue. So I didn't even know that you could get a postnuptial agreement. I obviously, everybody knows about a prenup, but I've never heard of a postnuptial agreement. Um, definitely think that'd be a good thing that Ashley should get. Um, I want to know, like, um, like, cause she said, you know, I, I want to get a postnuptial agreement so that, you know, if you don't change, I have coverage or whatever. What does he need to change though? Like, what what is it like? Because cheaters don't change. So, I mean, he cheated. So it's like, you know, I don't know. Like, what does he need to change? I, I feel like there's something that we're missing here or that they're not sharing. Um, you know, I mean, it's like we see the video, we see the proof, but then they don't explain it properly. Um, you know, I have a really hard time believing that they didn't sleep together after what the footage that I saw on Instagram of Michael that they kind of showed on the show. I have a really hard time believing that. Um, but I mean, if he said he didn't, then I guess she has to take his word for it because, you know, that's what she wants to do. But I, I definitely don't think Ashley's stupid. Um, so I, I definitely think if we happen to see another, you know, video of Michael that's out there, I think, um, I think it'll be time for them to leave, but, um, she is pregnant with baby number two. So, uh, yeah, that postnuptial agreement should be working out pretty good. Um, but yeah, um, it was great to know that the prenup expired, um, because I wanted to know one, if they had a prenup and two, what the prenup entailed, um, five years of marriage, obviously. I mean, we know at this point that Ashley's not a gold digger. She wouldn't be with Michael. Um, if she didn't love him, uh, you know, she had a baby with him and she's the one fighting for this marriage. He's kind of not so, um, or maybe he is, I don't really know, but it looks like she's more in than he is at this point. So it's like, we know that she's not like this, you know, young bimbo trying to steal his money or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I didn't even know that. First of all, I didn't even know you can have a postnuptial agreement and, um, I think that's great for her. Um, and then I also think it's great that, um, they had a prenup to begin with, but, um, yeah, she definitely needs some coverage moving forward because I don't see this as being a one-time occurrence judging by the past few seasons that we've seen with Michael. <laughs> I definitely see Karen, um, nearing an end on the show. Um, I think, I don't know. I feel like with, since Potomac has only been on for five seasons, um, or I'm sorry, uh, six, no, no this is the fifth season. Um, I think it's not really that much of a big deal if like an OG per se leaves because she's only been on for five years. Um, Karen has changed a lot, um, over these past five years that we've seen. Definitely a different person since I saw in season one, but, um, I, I see her nearing kind of an end on the show and, um, yeah, I, I just, with her and Ray, it's just kind of bizarre. Um, you know, that counseling session was just kind of awkward to watch. 
Um, the counselor was asking, you know, if you're in love with her. And he said, I think I am. And I'm just like, like something's not right here. And it's like, I don't really know what it is because I don't feel like we're seeing all the sides. Um, you know, I, I feel like we see, you know, I, there was a key thing that he had said, um, you know, I think he had said something like, you know, she she's always busy now. And um, that's what made me think that, you know, it's partly to do with the show. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but Karen kind of hinted at um, her not returning kind of at the beginning of this season. So uh, we'll see. Um, there's been no casting updates for the next season. But um, yeah, I'll give you my I'll give you guys my predictions um, when we know a little bit more information. I still think that this restaurant thing for the for Giselle's kids that Jamal did, I think it's really bizarre. Um, <laughs> I mean, like if my dad like or mom bought me a restaurant, I would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, at their age, I think they're like 12, 13, 14, whatever. Um, I just think it's like kind of weird, like a weird like gift gesture kind of thing. I don't know the relationship between their dad and them, but it seems a little awkward. Um, so... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of just like this weird thing. Uh, but I'm glad that Giselle is happy. Um, it's nice to see her happy. Obviously, um, her dad is not too happy after that off-camera, but still on mic audio that we heard. Um, that was sketchy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like um, we need to know a little bit more about, you know, we need to know more about Jamal and... Um, be able to kind of gauge that but Giselle doesn't really want to talk about his past on the show which I totally understand I just can't really share my opinion on it if I don't really know much about him um, but you know uh, Giselle's dad is you know he has the right to his own opinion um, so I, I hope that he gets to I hope that they work it out somehow um, her dad and Giselle because um, that's just kind of an awkward spot to be in you know Giselle's trying to Kind of repair their family a little bit and um so I, I get it um but i just honestly in the end i hope that giselle is happy um she deserves happiness she deserves a man if she wants one um and yeah well my friends we have reached the end of this reaction i hope you enjoyed it um let me know your thoughts on that fight that was crazy um yeah i, I don't know where we go from here um let me know if there's anything i missed um, I'd love to talk about it with you guys. But um, other than that, I will see you for After Hour Tea. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here. As always, send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.